0: Uh, is it because of the ass is wet, or is it because of the ass sweat? <laughs> it's, uh, two of the same results, but two completely different feelings attached to it. Uh, that's the thing about wearing gray sweatpants, you know? Us guys, we have to worry about, you know, quote unquote, the print, as they say. Well... Some of us do. Um, <laughs> sometimes the girls have bigger prints than you. Um, <laughs> oh, tell the camel to go back to the desert because you just made her dry as hell. Um, <laughs> uh, is it the pooch or, you know, just got to give her some of the little smooch on. But yeah, gray sweatpants, man. Uh, I guess just any pants. Where the issue you run into as a guy, right? That's typically like, oh, don't want to show off the, you know, the printer. But, um, hey, it's unlimited copies for you, baby. Um, (laughs) We waste paper around here. So, by all means. uh, You just got to define if you have a color printer or a black and white printer. But, yeah, when it gets weird is when sweat accumulates down there, you know? Because let's be honest. People always say, you know, I will defend the male sweat. Uh, sweaty balls aren't delightful, I would assume, but I guess when you're a guy, you kind of get used to it. There's there's different scents. Like, if a guy regularly showers and takes care of himself hygienically, if he sweats while doing something, like, it's not going to be that bad, right? Right. But, you know, the thing about it is <laughs> girls can be so hygienically, take care of themselves, do all the great stuff, you know, top to bottom, always quote unquote keeping up. And no matter what, once it starts smelling down there, uh, welcome to Juicy Crab, baby. Because um, <laughs> goddamn, it's like. It looks like just a bunch of melted butter just got on their pants, man. <laughs> like, and the smell of it, woo. But hey, um, but you know what? That's the thing, us Guys, you know we like we like it when the ass is wet. But then we get discriminated against when we got some ass sweat. Oh, where's Keith? Because I want to get twisted on you. Get it, Keith? Sweat twisted. All right. right. When you have to explain it, it's not good, um, <laughs> but hey, I'm just a man that admires and loves my personality, and uh, I guess, you know, now that the pod is growing, I get people in my life wanting free shout-outs. It's like, man, I don't, like, I don't do free shout-outs. I get paid for shout-outs now, you know? have to up the buckaroos keeping in a buck with you uh but shout out justin um <laughs> there see free of charge just so i could keep my job um <laughs> yeah but you know uh i'll take you somewhere only we know and that's uh today's sponsor magic mind it'll be really quick in and out with this you know guys just you know, not, I don't want really to say get it because I appreciate a sponsor of the program. It's a great nootropic drink. It's full of matcha, some chrome mushroom, some Askawanda, or Askwanda <laughs> for a wish. And if I had one wish, Ray J would have that sex tape back. Even though, honestly, without that sex tape, I think it added a few years to his career. Um, but yeah, guys, Magic Mind. You guys know the deal. Great partner sponsor of the program. I uh, really enjoy their product. I drink it before every single episode. It's a great shot of a lot of great nutrients. It's better than drinking these energy drinks. It's a great caffeine. I say it's a great caffeine uh, substitute than drinking coffee with a bunch of where you have to drink so much coffee. Like it's it's really just a clean palate for your body. You know, at the very least, use it as like a detox once in a while. It is great for that. But yeah. Um, so as you guys, I will have the link to the website in my description. And I also have my code because yes, I'm a legit partner. I have a code and shit. My name and all. I put my name behind it. You put your buckaroos behind it. So a few of it can go to my wallet. Um, <laughs> but no. Alright guys, go to magicmind.com slash Again, I will have the link in description, so don't worry if you forget everything I say right here. Um, use my code OFTENBEAT20 if you want to get up to 56% off your subscription for the next 10 days. And my code will be valid forever as a 20% off both one-time purchase and subscriptions. So please, uh, use my code oftenbeat twenty. OFFNBEAT20. I repeat, use my code OFFNBEAT20 to get 56% off your subscription for the next 10 days or as a one time purchase for 20% off. Guys, help support the show. Go try Magic Mind. I promise you, it is a great product. Um, but yeah, back to our scheduled program. Yeah. Welcome to episode 259 of the Off and Be Podcast with Clint Nelson. I'm your host, Clint Nelson. Don't forget to like, follow, comment, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Most poor ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I don't know why I did. <laughs> Typically, I would only say after the ladies. But hey, don't forget to suck some titties. Yeah, I'm back to remembering that part. But Yeah. Uh, recording this on February two. That is tutu. <laughs> oh, I would say I like a girl in her tutu, but typically the only girls that wear tutus are like nine year olds. So I'm not gonna say that. Um, except if you're one of those weirdos that want your girl to dress up in a tutu to get your woo hoo off the choo choo train, and she probably would want a train ran on her, and you are probably not involved. Uh welcome to the Polar Express. <laughs> more like the Bye Polar Express. Huh? Get it? Damn. <laughs> I promise you I, this none of this is planned, I am just so spont spont spontaneity. I'm so spontaneous I can't even say spont spontaneity. Um <laughs> But yeah, corners on two two twenty four. I feel like that's like an end of the world type of date. There's something about that date that seems like it's supposed to be remarkable. But yeah. According to this on February 2nd, 2024 at 2.32 p.m. Eastern. Yes. For the archives. Because that part is very important. Whew. Yeah. Yeah. Going back to the ass sweat, man. Um, (laughs) I don't actually have great sweatpants, you know. Protecting the world out there from competition, you know. I'm just kidding, I just don't care to buy any clothes. But yeah. Alright. Uh yeah. How are y'all doing today? I know it's we're asking an audience who's not here, how are y'all doing today? But you know, uh it's been a lot more engagement recently on the pod. You know, I appreciate, you know. Uh I work hard at this, I put a lot of time and I love it. More importantly, I think that's the main thing, you know. There's people that are going to, you know, I, I don't like, I'll tell you, I don't, I don't like when people respond to haters, you know, um, I don't really believe in that term haters. You put stuff out there voluntarily. You can't be mad if people just aren't really into your thing or they don't get it or it's not their thing. That's okay. Like I got a couple comments on a recent podcast I did where some guy, he made four comments. About how he, you know, didn't think I was funny. He didn't like it, blah, blah, blah. And it didn't affect me. Like, I wasn't mad at the guy. Like, okay, that's fine. I appreciate the fact that someone gave me 20 minutes to make that determination. You know, that's more minutes than I've given a lot of girls. Um, (laughs) uh, I'm talking about on dinner dates. Because I pick fast, casual, appetizing places it's like by the time you know they get deep in their conversations like here's some pot stickers bitch shut up um <laughs> uh, that tells you the type of financial resources i was at but now i've upgraded to cooking at home um <laughs> It is an upgrade believe it or not but yeah you know i don't the you know, i you know i i watch i watch this uh cooking guy who works at like this uh like a country club cook he's like you know he's entertained, like I like the way he makes the videos and stuff like that it's cool but he actually like made a full-length like video that wasn't a short addressing comments of haters of his it's like bro you got seven or like 600,000 subscribers you're getting over 100 million views a month on all your social medias as he explained he has this weird arrogance where he's focused on the 10 people that don't view him as a real cook or don't view him like how he wants to be viewed. It's like you're focused on like the two, the 1-2% to of people that have a problem with you. When you're getting 100 million views a month, 600,000 plus subscribers. And you could feel it like in his tone. Like he actually has an arrogance like hatred towards these people. It's like... It's like you, you're focused on the 90, you're focused on the 1 to 2% of people that don't like it when there's 98 to 99% of people that like you. I don't get it, man. Like, and I think sometimes, why I think that exposes regardless of what fame, regardless of what success people get on this type of thing, people create uh, content, whether it's podcasts or YouTube or whatever it may be what they do. And it's because they just want to be confirmed that they, are, that they want people to like them, right? I mean, look, we all want to be liked to an extent. I get it. But I think what you really see is like the more fame someone gets or the more popular someone gets when they don't have to beg for people to watch some stuff. And people are like, they're in the algorithm. People like their shit. They get a lot of views. They get a lot of plays. They're starting to make money. You start to see... What really drove that person to start that thing? And whether it's in a personal life standpoint or not, I feel like in his case, it's definitely a lot of, hey, I'm successful at this. Anyone else could just shut the fuck up at this. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about, which you can think that, but there's no need to really respond to it. You're giving attention to, you're making one, if you're worried about your brand and image, which I feel like people that are, worried about that stuff are worried about the brand image because they're worried about how liked or unlike they are. When you make a whole 10, 12 minute video of just picking out random comments, when you had to get the 80 comments to get to that negative one, it shows that your focus is more about getting payback or trying to prove something more than just accepting of where you are when you're in a really good place. And then that's where I think people fuck up their brand and image, if you are one of those brand and image type of people, is that you start to make yourself to people that do like you kind of a little unlikable, you know? And maybe you don't care, but at the same time, obviously, you do. So, yeah. Uh, But, yeah. Just a thought in the thought bucket head. Jordan is just Jordan. Uh, oh, baby. Yeah. What is it like being, you know, built like a mini fridge, you know? Um, <laughs> as a compliment for some, not so much for others. It's weird how you could say the same thing to two different people, the same term. And it can mean two completely different things. Like, typically you go, man, you're a tank, you know. It's like, wow. It's like, you can even say to two different guys. Say the same term to two different guys. But you're saying two different things. Like, if you say it to, like, a guy who's, like, 240 pounds, looks like Dwayne The Rock Johnson, you know, has got broad shoulders, got some nice, got a nice torso. I still don't know what the fuck a torso is. I'm going to be honest with you. I feel like a torso, it's like part of the stomach, but it's also like the back. It's like the side. I don't fucking, no one knows what a torso is. This is just a nice way of saying your core. I don't know. Maybe it's the waist. Well, maybe it's a waste of time to think it. <laughs> uh, in too deep. Waste Management pay my garbage bill cause I'm in too deep in the compactor and you know I realize that these apartment complexes and I think I, I will say this confidently I don't care if you live in a you know low level where the max rent is 1100 a month or you live in these $3500 a month rent type of places which I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you that you would pay 3500 bucks a month like, I feel like my max rent where I would start be like, you know what? I will just buy something. Is probably, like, if it gets up to, like, 1600 a month. I don't care what I'm making. Well, except if I'm making so much money where it's just, like, whatever. And I don't have to worry about it. But, like, if it's taking a considerable amount of my income. There better be a good fucking reason I'm fucking up my income levels. And, uh. But. Yeah, it just kind of feels like, uh, what the fuck was I talking about? Oh, yeah, these apartment complex, man. These garbage. I don't know what it is with people. I think, you know, I was actually talking this to my girlfriend. Because, you know, as a man does, we were going to the gym last weekend. Because um, that's what... Husband and wife that aren't married do together. Boyfriend and girlfriend. I don't know why I said husband and wife, but that's what boyfriend and girlfriend does together. You know, you go to the gym on the weekends, she does squats, you know, you wear a tank top and focus on your chest. Um <laughs> all guy, you know, it's funny, like when a gym is packed, it is amazing the division. Which my gym's never packed, but I, you know, I used to go to a gym that had a lot of people. It's amazing how separated men and women are you can definitely tell the women that work on their legs the men just all scoundrel around these three benches it's like it's like no honestly like there should just be a whole leg gym like gym just dedicate the legs and like in order to get to this gym have like a two-part gym where it's like hey we see you haven't scanned your badge and been in the leg gym this week. So you need to do legs before you come over here today. It's a way, like if I opened the gym, I'll have a mandatory. You have to work out your legs once a week, minimum, all right? And I'm going to watch you. Like that would be my one job. I will hire someone and I'm going to pay them big ass money. Everyone else, I don't know. Everyone else in the gym, I don't know at that time, inflation, minimum wage will probably be like thirty three bucks. Everyone else, here's your thirty three. The guy who's in charge of monitoring people working their legs, their intensity, will have like little heart rate attached shit to them, muscle growth recovery. I'll have a guy there. And I'll pay him two hundred k a year. That's his one job. He goes there, and his job is just in charge of keeping track of everyone, making sure everyone's actually working out their legs monitoring pushing them kind of like a personal trainer i guess and because you know what weak legs have got to stop with men we have got to stop neglecting the legs because you know what's wrong with these people that just work out their upper body they have shitty they never progress because you know what people don't realize is that in order to build a stronger upper body, you need a strong enough lower body to have stability to perform movements to develop your upper body without compensating with your hips, glutes, quads, knees, feet, ankles, all the good jazz and jizz and riz and raz. And you got to be in good positions, you know, thrust that barbell up to your belly button before you put a baby in hers. All right. It's really not that difficult. It's a pretty simple philosophy. And, you know, this is just... If I opened a gym, honestly, I would make it where... If you neglect your legs... It's like, it's fine. Look, we all take time off from the gym. If you take a week off, the first thing you better do when you clock in... You're going to sign a waiver to hold yourself accountable. Be like, hey, I'm going to work out... It's like, hey, I'm gonna hold myself to a, was it like a word of mouth? It's basically like a, not a, it's a disclosure agreement. It's like your verbal, in fa- it's like in good faith. How about that? Like one of those in good faith contracts. You know, we have contracts for everything. I don't see what's wrong with this. You know, people say I'm being a dickhead. I'm fucking around mostly, but I'm just saying it's a good idea. Where, you know, you better spend 30 minutes and actually exercising your legs. It's really not that difficult. All right. I don't care. Use machines. I'm not saying squat. I'm not saying do anything crazy. But you better be stretching out your quads, your hamstrings. I better see you be pumping some shit down there. All right. And don't use the locker room, if you get what I'm saying. Um <laughs> But yeah, work out your legs, guys. If you want to be better in all areas, (laughs) hip flexors and lower legs. Don't want to be the guy slipping on carpet with no socks on. If you know, you know. It's a real thing. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. It's a real thing. It's also weird. (laughs) <laughs> I'm such a fool. It's also weird when you know you're getting in the mood, right? In the middle and keep slipping and shit. You're like, "Hold on." And you know, like sometimes like you think like if your partner's got to stop something for a second, it's like, "Holy shit, I got to pee, I got to poop." And then she sees you putting on your dirty ass socks so you got good slip resistance. <laughs> I, I'm sure it's a turnoff, but you know I make up for it. <laughs> All right. But yeah, I know these apartment complexes, man. Um, <laughs> maybe that's just cheap carpet, these apartment complexes. But no, these apartment complexes. I actually, when we went to, I, I threw a theory out there. Because, you know, our apartment, every apartment out there, honestly, where you typically have people that are broke-ass motherfuckers, um... <laughs> I say about myself. Is that, look, are we? It's not we're really broke, but compared to the, you know, national average, whatever. But people just don't really give a shit about their quote unquote, and I hate using it, their community because honestly, like, it's really hard to have a great incentive for your community when you don't feel like the place. The operation itself really does their best to take care of your needs and health and all that shit when this is fucked up. Oh, your vents are full of, you know, dirt and shit. Oh, you got mold on the wall. But hey, guys, let's make sure we, uh, you know, stop shitting on the slides. Um, but all these trash, they pile up in every apartment complex I've lived at. Every apartment complex is the other friend's apartment complex. I've been, it's all relatively the same when you get the same group mentality about these things. Like, it's one thing for the trash to overfill, and they're just not taking out and getting the trash people coming in, in a timely manner, or they never add extra trash canisters to put stuff in, so it's going to overflow. Sometimes these things. But a lot of times, they will not even be filled up. And people just don't even make it to the square, the wooden square, where you take a couple extra steps and actually throw it in the trash thing. You don't have to lift anything. It's it's like, it's actually you toss it below you. No effort. It's all right there. You just toss it in. But some people, one, it's like, once a couple people start putting trash around, people all of a sudden assume the thing's filled up, and then they just don't even look and just put it around the thing. Then causes pot. Some people just put it legitimately on the curb, like 20 feet ahead of the trash, right? We all know, you know. And it's one of those things I had a theory, right? <laughs> that. She's like, why do people, like, this is just, like, this, like, I don't understand. People are just lazy. People are just fucking, not doing, it's just disgusting. What is wrong with people these days? And I said, well, honestly, it's because sometimes when you're at this type of level of living, I like to say. And I say it humbly and respectfully. Like, when you are, when you start, when your people, this is like type of level, people They're just now starting to pay bills. They're just now starting to have responsibility. They're working so much. They're annoyed. They're stressed. They're just kind of fucked up with life. You know. They they have this real hatred. This weird, contentious relationship with the way life kind of has to live right now. Um, Typically, when people are paying money to live somewhere. And you start... When you're paying a lot of money towards something, you kind of have this entitlement. Kind of like when you go somewhere to eat, you're paying for a service type of thing. You have this feeling of, I need to, like, I'm kind of entitled. I can do what I want. Like, they're here to serve me, right? Which, technically, yes, the restaurant, the apartment complex, they're there to serve you. But it's also up to you at the same time to maintain decency, right? Cause yes, it is their job to make sure they take plates off your table. It is the apartment's job to make sure, you know, they're getting trash service frequently enough to where it's not overfilling and looking absurd. But a lot of times now, the thing's not even full, people are just naturally lazy and feeling tile like. Man, i don't really gotta do shit, you know, I pay x, y, and z for this. It's like yes, you can go to a restaurant and you spill a drink on your table and not even offer to clean it up, like you know you get crumbed like you don't have to do it, but it's also a reflection on you of how you of how you take care of your space, right then end of the day, your table while you're eating there with your family or your whoever, that is your space, and how you guys at least relatively keep it tidy is a reflection on you. A community garbage disposal is a reflection on how much those individuals care about where they live, how it's perceived, and how they care, right? And it's a reflection on the individual's as much like i don't want to sound pro corporate or pro establishment but at the same time typically that stuff is a reflection on the entitlement of individuals when they pay for something just feeling like they can do whatever they want and because they pay for something they have this limitless law that doesn't work against them and you know, it's hard to really get too in the in my feelings about it. Because you just look at it and you get accustomed to it. It's like, whatever. All you can do is throw your trash away. All you can do is do your part. That's all it is. All you can do is do your part. Everything else, the stress about what other people do or don't do. Or what they feel entitled to. X, Y, and Z. You know, um... It's not my problem to worry about. But. It's one of those things when you see that stuff. You're like man. If I continuously keep myself in an environment voluntarily. I'm not worried that I will become. And start doing those things. But is it a reflection on what I am comfortable. Being around and what I allow in my life. If I never elevate my life in a way or if I don't elevate my life soon enough. It's like I am voluntarily being okay being around like minded people that are okay with this. Wouldn't I wanna move to a community that cares about that shit, right? If you care about it, if you do your part, like everyone else should do their part. Like is that really what quote unquote leveling up or Moving different task brackets is actually about is just getting people that throw their trash away. It's kind of like the guy the Admiral who talks about making your bed the whole thing about making your bed to start you want to better your life, make your bed when you start the day because it sets the tone for the rest of the day. Clean your room, make your bed. Throw your tr- it's really a simple thing, but it will lead to a hundred other things, right? That are good. Throwing your trash away will lead to a hundred better things for you. Because the action of being lazy and one thing being okay accepting this will mean you will probably be okay accepting that and so on forth. So, not turn this trash thing into a life, what you accept and what you tolerate and what your environment that you accept. But it does make me think like, Am I better than these people? No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no, but it does make you, it generally does make you think like, man, like, this is not where I would want to raise my child. This is not where I would, because I know better, but as a kid, they could be very, that's why I like the home environment where you live is very important because it's like, if that's what they see all the time growing up. When they go to school, even if you're like, don't ever do this, like they're going to do with their friends. They're going to be around kids that live in the same places that parents do the same shit and whatever. They're going to pick up on that when they go to school and they have some, you know, Ziploc bags. They'll just put to the side. And guess what? Like they're just going to put it on the ground right next to the trash can. And they're going to have the custodian clean that up. And then they're going to turn the jerks. They're going to be perceived to be ass wipes. And then it's a reflection on me. And I refuse to be a reflection on me, right? And also, by the way, uh, uh, there was actually a local high school shooting. Uh, It was on campus in a parking lot. I actually saw the video. It was two non-students in the parking lot. Which I don't know why. If you're going to shoot someone... You could do it anywhere, and it would probably be less of an offense. There's was two non-students, and they're like the best place to do this—a high school campus. Um, I get—I don't think anyone was killed or anything, but you know, uh, hope everything goes well there. But in the video I saw, there was a comment, and I was like, "Are you like this person? Really say this out loud?" He said, "Well, this is why you should be motivated to put your kids in private school pay the extra money that's it's like only if every only if every every parent could afford to put their kid in private school and I'm like like if someone wants to like if someone wants to bring a gun they could bring a gun I like I don't want to be the bearer of like uncomfortable news here just because something's not allowed somewhere doesn't mean people don't bring it. I hate to break it to you." Um, it just, it's more of a, like, you assume if it's a private school, people are raised a certain way, affluent money, like, they're taught, you know, that hobby, whatever, like, I don't know. Is it less likely? Maybe. But to think that, oh, I'm in private, my kids in private school, nothing would ever happen there. It's pretty insane. I'm going to be honest with you. Because guess what? that person wasn't even an active school there and private schools don't always have gates where anyone could just kind of drive in the parking lot that is a private school nearby where I live there's no gates it's like you could just drive in the parking lot there and a similar thing could happen so that whole like private school shit like it was a dumbest. it was just basically like, oh this is what happens in public schools like this happens at freaking high security places. Two guys were fucking in the Senate. Like, you know. Um, they were passing some bills, all right. Um, oh, he left his signature on his back. All right, Clint. Um, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, enough of that. I don't know. Kind of. Hit a wall there. Uh shout out to Jalen Green for getting a 39 year old only fans model pregnant or influencer. It was weird how Joe Budden called her a predator for preying on NBA players. Like Well, you know, based off past videos, at least we know Jalen Green uh is uh you know. Into the woman. Um, <laughs> but no. You know. I, I, I'm not here to defend. Women that. Prey on NBA men. Or men with money. Who could be easily manipulated. Or whatever. Because at the end of day. These dudes. Had sex with him. He probably reached out to her. She may have thirst trapped him. She may have said a lot of sweet nothings. As men, we need to stop being in this victim mentality that we get preyed upon. Um, You can't be out here saying you're a man of your life. You're in control of your life. All this stuff. And get mad when you get lured by someone. And you got a girl pregnant because you did something to get her pregnant. And unless you were forced to do it. So I'm gonna say, looking at her, he probably wasn't forced. Um, <laughs> it's like you know, uh, we, we, I, I just say like when, I understand like we could be manipulated, like it, it happens, right? Like, it takes time and age and experience to truly know, like, pick that stuff up. And then there's men that know all this shit, and it happens to them like these things that it's so advanced next level that her whole attention could have been that just to get an n b a dude to get her pregnant for the money all that stuff and you know what that's when it comes out we need to start you need we as men need to start holding ourselves accountable for the woman we get pregnant is that cra- is that a crazy ass take right? You need to hold yourself accountable for not outweighing the pros and cons of girls that you stick your penis inside of. Um, it's one of the biggest decisions you will make in your life. Not in the moment. It's a pretty easy decision in the moment. Just, hey, <laughs> oh, Peter Piper picked a pickle pepper, and uh, I'm piping that. Boom. Um <laughs> Because, you know, she was about to dry out anyway. She was 39. Um, (laughs) Uh, Dry out like some aged cheddar steak. Yeah. And she's going to get a big chunk of his steak of a contract whenever he gets paid. And, you know, it's like the Anthony Edwards thing. Hey, man, like, he had a girlfriend. He He got another girl pregnant. Asked her to get, you know, a... Let's just say a release statement. I don't want to say the term for the algorithm. But, you know, uh, how about you uh, just uh put the baby on hold. We'll make a baby another time, you know? And, look, they're young. They're 20, twenty-one. So, I don't want to, like, chastise them. But, as men in their late 20s, 30s, 40s, like Joe Budden, coming out here saying she's praying on, like, you know, you got to have better figures in your life to know that the type of woman to not involve in your life type of thing. And then not to get caught up in X, Y, and Z. But people want the lifestyle, but not deal with the ramifications of the lifestyle. Like, So... It just automatically creates this victim excuse head like, oh, I got trapped. It's like, yeah, I live with it, man. Like, you volunteered. You put yourself in the trap, you know. Her whole intention may have been for you to get her pregnant. And guess what? You decide to follow through with it. Whether it was on purpose or not, you know. Like, if you didn't mind the pleasure, then you gotta not mind the lack of pleasure for the rest of your life. Because now she has no incentive to want to fuck you. It is what it is. But yeah, love your children. Yeah, that's, that's the whole message of that. Love your children. Oh, uh, love thee children, love thee God. Love God, and he'll love his children a whole lot. Which, honestly, I think he'll just love you anyways, right? Uh, Maybe it was God who was really in love with the stripper. And then, you know, he turned his life around and wrote the Bible or something. You know, there had to be, think about it, like before Christ, there had to be some type of strippers and hookers. I mean... There was only so many women. They were just, you know, passed around. Now women that are passed around are viewed as hordes, but back in the day it was a service to the community, you know. That's why, you know, we need to look at hordes as just a service to the community. You know, they're doing the Lord's work, literally. Um, it's only now because now that we have so many people of each gender, now it's stressed to be one woman, one man, and all that stuff. Back in the day, it was like, hey, population's got to happen. You can be madly in love with this person, but we need to spread these genes out, you know? It's survival of the human race. Nowadays, people would rather the human race die than have their partner fuck someone else, right? And impregnate or get impregnated. I ain't saying that's right. Or wrong. I'm just saying, hey. The guy with the the famous polygamy guy. The sister wives guy. He's down to one wife now. Every girl has left him except the one. And he's doing this like, oh, like I'm being tortured. I only have one woman that loves me now. <laughs> it's like, hey man, you, you had a run where you had seven or eight women to make it happen with. I mean, you start to realize it's a lot of fucking work, man. Um... <laughs> And no one asks what this guy does to make money. I know he has a job, but there's no way. This guy has enough money to take care of seven women. No one has money to take care of seven. Well, there are, but, you know, not really, you know. It's like this guy's whole... I feel like this guy's whole... These polygamy people, these six, seven wives... It's like they like it to be their identity. And we also need to not assume... That someone having seven women means that they are actually good at picking up on... They have just found seven women that are low self-respect, have no real standards for themselves. it's kind of harsh to say. And I understand, but it's really a cult. Like this polygamy, these sister wives, they'll say it's Amish and all this, I don't know. It's like, you know what, there's no need for a guy to be like, I want seven grown-ass women to deal with. Like, who wants that? Who wants to deal with seven women in a day, right? Um, (laughs) I'm kidding. But seriously, who wants to have seven people that are relying on them for something, for attention, money, care, sex? Like, there's no way you can satisfy seven women. I mean, maybe there is. It ain't me. I can tell you that, man. Like, and I don't know. Maybe when you are part of that group, your standards are so low. It's just like you don't care about what, when one woman is with one man, of what they expect one person to take. Maybe when you're in that environment, you don't expect one person to take care of all, and you're not reliant on someone else. So maybe it's different. But. This guy is like heartbroken and like defeated because six women aren't part of his life anymore. However many, he's down to one woman. One woman is stuck by his side. He's like, yeah, I know I have this one woman that loves me, but it would be a lot better if there was five or six or more that gave a shit about me. Because honestly, like this guy, he probably is going to have a hard time getting women unless they are into that lifestyle. That multi-woman lifestyle. Like he convinced five or six women that oh if you're part of this. There's security and all that good stuff. And maybe that's a big aspect. Like at least he's taking care of them. And if they have any children type of thing. But you know I don't know man. It's a uh, I don't know where I was going with that. But yeah, good for him, you know? Now he gets to live the misery of just being with one woman, right? <laughs> it's just funny to watch like how dudes be like, I can only talk to one or two, three women now, you know? What am I going to do without saying, hey, the seven different women in the morning? Where he probably just has a group chat. Like, honestly, you really think he's individually, you think he was individually calling all of his wives in the morning? Do you really think that? No, they had a group text. I love you all, bitches. Um, <laughs> uh, like, what do you even get mad about? Like, imagine having seven people be mad at you at the same time for something. Actually, I can um. <laughs> Oh, uncomfortable laughter ensues. Oh, there's my stomach growling. Oh. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you know, prostitutes, hookers, strippers. They exist for a reason. you know, I was actually you know there's a someone mentioned something I was listening to, and they kind of like huh. they said drugs exist for a reason. Drugs actually are to navigate life right that's alcohol, LSD, um, <laughs> I guess marijuana to an extent, you call it a drug, whatever all these drugs. That are classified as drugs. However you may feel about someone being a drug or not. These things that alter your mind. Or put your body in different states. They actually exist for a good reason. Because without them. We would not be able to navigate life. I guess in a way. We would not be able to know that we can feel a certain feeling. Right? Because that's the thing like. The first time you get drunk, the first time you get high, the first time you take any time. It's a feeling your body has never been able to feel or access naturally. Because like without drugs, in most cases, you will not be able to naturally feel a certain extreme type of emotion. Whether that's being extremely loose, like on the alcohol. Or being extremely relaxed and horny, like on weed, right? Not that I do weed. I'm just saying what I've heard and felt um <laughs> oh, I'll expand your horizons, bring me the horizon, all right, that was bad, but yeah, um <laughs> um it's one of those things where drugs do make life better, and I don't do drugs. But I understand With, without being able to have the option to have something out there that is easily accessible to calm your state down, calm your hormones, calm your feelings, calm your extreme thoughts down. Imagine how much crazier this world will be without it. Now, drugs cause a lot of issues. Don't get me wrong, we have DUIs now, we have people, you know, the Tiffany had a special, and Donna Lee, um, <laughs> DUI, um, we have people that are so high and so just fucked up on pills and mushrooms and shit. They're in a whole different world than it causes real deaths in some cases, you know. The paranoia it could cause. But imagine going through this world and not having any access to anything. Let's just create a world where like these drugs didn't exist. You couldn't get on a black market. You couldn't grow them. You couldn't access it. We just had to live this right life raw and naturally. First of all, it's never happened in existence. We've always found ways to inebriate the mind. From the first day of existence to the last day. Right? There's always ways. Anyone can inebriate their mind. Their state of mind. Their consciousness at any moment in time. It is the way it is. Right? And it's actually very necessary. Right? But we just need to stop. Shaming. How people go about. I think I've talked about before. Like alcohol is this weird thing. Alcohol. Is not. Not. The worst thing in the world. Just only when it's been abused. Getting drunk. Is not a terrible thing. Only. If you have to think too much about why you're getting drunk. And the frequency. Is it affecting your actual goals in life. That's where alcohol can become a problem. But that's like anything. You do anything too much. Use anything improperly. It's going to fuck up your life. But drugs are actually very necessary. Um, Drugs are very necessary to know that sometimes the way we have developed this society, this environment we live in, is not necessarily natural in how humans are supposed to operate. Humans used to, like, back in the day, like, people used to get drunk all the fucking time. Like, every fucking day was normal. Now, we also died a lot younger. So we found a balance like, hey, we have a little bit, a couple times a week, moderation, blah, blah. But the issue now is with a lot of the drugs and our attachment to these devices, we'll just call it. Is that we plan them so far ahead, like every Friday we do this or on our off dates, we do X, Y, Z. Or we plan like, oh, at nighttime, I do it to sleep. Part of doing these drugs, part of doing things that make, that alter your state of mind is to kind of be spontaneous about it. That's when your mind reacts and recovers better. And that's when you don't have that addiction aspect to it. Only when, man, every day when I get off of work, do a little bit of this so I can go about the rest of my day, is when it becomes habit in terms of a routine is the issue. I think routine is really the cause of drug addiction and really addictions. This is my theory belief. I know there may be studies. My belief based off my life experience is when things become routine and have an attachment to the times that when you do something of every time you feel like this, X, Y, Z takes place, the spontaneity aspect to it always will relatively equal a more regular approach in a more regular relationship with something right you know look it's like for me i'll say my life experience it's like i'll say sex is one of those things it's better when it's not overly planned yes there's buildup and all that stuff but just to my life experience When it just happens and you're not like, oh, tonight after we go out to eat and after we do have fun, then like once we get back to the hotel, blah, 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 pants off and uh oh, no, the whole night's off after 45 seconds because there's so much pressure, the pressure of if you don't do this and if you don't whatever, like it's going to fuck up everything. That makes you feel eight times worse about everything sex drugs all these vices these devices these things that are kind of taboo to be like it's okay to have this it's always better when it's not overly planned now maybe in the back of your head look if you have a regular yeah life you got you know, you got to be mindful of when you do things when there's other people responsibilities and stuff like that. but In terms of actually doing things for the most genuine of purposes, the more unplanned it is, like a pregnancy, typically the more loving (laughs) it will be. Um, No, but the more spontaneous it is, you're probably not going to do it as much because once you do something regular, it's not spontaneous anymore. That's when it becomes your mind's attached to a habit. Your mind is chemically attached to a certain feeling neuron that's attached to doing that things at X, Y, and Z time. So, because a feeling of good, bad, or indifferent is relying on when you use X, Y, or Z. So, yeah. That's actually a pretty good theory. Man, look at Clint getting, going through the weeds. No pun intended. Um, but everyone's on shrooms these days, which by the way, in magic mind, there are some nice mushroom components. Now those type of shrooms, you know, the actual stuff you would put in your pasta and shit. Um, <laughs> but you know, read the ingredients, go to magicmind.com, read the ingredients. They got a lot of good, interesting ingredients in it and it tastes pretty good. It's a very good boost of energy, but sorry, just farted. Um, but yeah. I guess the moral of all that is, is uh, not all drugs are bad. And it's more of our relationship with how much we plan to use these things that become a problem. The routine and habit of it. When instead of relying on instincts of when we may need to just go to a different place or when we just need to lay back and relax. That's where I think people have obsessive issues with it. So, don't shoot the messenger. Don't sit here and say I'm promoting drugs or alcohol because I don't even do that stuff. I definitely don't do drugs and I haven't drinking alcohol in a while and I don't do it often. I mean, I will drink in the future, but I. it's just one of those things where I'm good without it, but there are times where I enjoy it. And there's nothing wrong with that. As a man, you got to be okay with like, it's okay to like things that may be deemed to be uh, a problem, but it's okay because you know what, there's a lot of you, there's a lot about you that's great. And one vice is any worse than another. There are some vices that are worse than others, but you know. If you do 98%, 97% take care, good of yourself, having that 3% of your life where you do things you're not supposed to, it's okay. But yeah, I didn't want to end the pod there. I actually enjoyed this episode. That was pretty good. I'm just hungry as fuck. Hungry, hungry hippo. Hey, hey, I got a pee. Hey, hey, and you got to sneeze. Hey, hey, that's your allergic reaction to the bee's knees. All right, that was bad. All right, guys. As episode 259 of the off Podcast with Clint Nelson. I'm your host, Clint Nelson. Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe to the notification bell. Most support, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Don't forget to suck some titties. Yeet. Yeah. So, have a great day, night, evening. And just keep doing what you enjoy. And all the money will come your way. As the kids say. <laughs>